here's the reality, man. Yeah. You don't fucking need university. Yeah. <laughs> we have we have Google, YouTube, and AI now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So if you can't go figure something out yourself, you don't want to do it. Welcome to another exciting episode of Getting It with Gautam. Today, we have the privilege of hosting Brian Thomas, widely recognized as the gourmet mushroom king of Canada. With his unmatched expertise and passion for all things fungi, Brian has revolutionized the culinary scene. As the founder of an acclaimed mushroom farm, he has mastered the art of cultivating a stunning array of delectable mushrooms, elevating them to the status of culinary treasures. Join us as we get into Brian's fascinating journey, uncovering the secrets behind his success and gaining some invaluable insights into the world of mushrooms. Get ready to embark on a flavorful adventure as we explore the kingdom of mushrooms with the one and only gourmet mushroom king of Canada, Brian Thomas. All right, Brian, welcome to the show. Thank Thanks. you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good, good. I'm pretty exhausted, really, but I'm good, I'm good. All right. So, well, you were recently in the news. Yes. Um, so you are the mushroom king of Canada. Uh, <laughs> not a chance, man. Yes, and not just, just a mushroom king. You are the gourmet mushroom king. Tell me about these mushrooms, please. Oh, my <laughs> because God. Because for well, me, like the only mushrooms that I have ever known are the ones that you find on pizzas and maybe some of them that I studied in biology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I mean... Uh, Non-edible ones, poisonous ones. What are you growing? I'm really interested. Well, it's interesting you bring this up because... Because, uh, yeah, like, they, the really, the news clip didn't really do me the service because they interviewed me for an hour, right? Okay. They came and checked everything out. And it, it was almost like that, you know, what are you going to do now with your life? Because I've done so many freaking things. I, I've helped a lot, you know, I've been a part of a lot of different, uh, a lot of different uh, organizations and helped a lot of people. So for me, I've always wanted to be a farmer, mm -hmm. right? I, I, I love that idea. I think that food is uh, food's medicine. You know, if you don't uh, you don't treat food like medicine, you have to take medicine to eat your food, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so when we were joking around, he's like, "What's next? Like, what's next?" Because I've had people ask me in my life, "What's next, dude? Holy shit! Like, you've done this, you've done that. Mm. What's next?" Yeah. And so I'm like, "I guess I'll be the gourmet mushroom king of Canada, whatever, right?" So I mean, why not? Like, it's. What I've always learned is to create the biggest vision I could possibly create, right? But the number one thing that I've learned is to never stop giving back. Mm -hmm. Never stop helping people. The only reason I got on Jay Durant and the news was because I helped a few kids get clean and off the street. And just doing sort of like, you know, uh, you call it God's work, call it higher power work, higher purpose work, call it the universal work. Mm -hmm. Or just let's just be good people. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I got that notification. That um, for me, food has always been just. I love food. Mm -hmm. Like I love fresh food. I had two grandparents. You know, my one grandma on one side was like post World War II eating, so a lot of it was out of a can, mm -hmm. uh, sugar. Uh, like I'd go to grandma's, and it would be like one of them would be like cartoons and Fruit Loops for breakfast on Sundays, mm -hmm. right? The other one would have been like homemade, homemade toast, uh, out of the garden potatoes. Uh -huh. And there's no better flavor than uh, fresh mint and fresh potatoes. Yeah. So I grew up with foraged food, farm yeah. food, fresh food. Then out comes, you know, our, our grocery stores, right? Like whenever I saw like gourmet mushrooms, I would always buy them and I would always get morels and all these kinds of things. So for me, when I quit mental health and addictions, I was on the tugboats. I've always... For, like since I was a kid, some of my favorite anarchists were farmers, mm. people that don't want to live mainstream. Yeah. They don't want to like have to go to the grocery store. You know, there's a band called Crass. They were like a punk rock band, right? Okay. They were in England, 
14 to 20 of them living in a farm, growing food, selling it at markets, and just playing music, mm -hmm. right? Enjoying life. Like, we don't have to be part of your system. We can make money off it by feeding people, mm -hmm. but we, we don't want to be a part of your war machine. Mm. Like, screw it, right? And so that was always something in the back of my mind because, you know, I was on my own at 16 in Vancouver, mm -hmm. lived in a jam space, you know, I've, but I've always loved that. Mm -hmm. You know, if it suited that angst in my life as a kid at that time, sure. But I still love that in the back of my mind. I'm thinking, like, grow food. Mm. Grow food. Yeah, literally, you're going to eat your money? No. Right? Yeah. When I we totally had all that agree, supply yeah. chain stuff yeah. going on. And I mean, I look at if you look at like the, the Sikhs in, in India with the no farms, no food, there was protests in Vancouver yeah. cruising down the street. And so, Were you a part of any of those protests or did you just uh, learn I, about I just, I just like was some right on. You yeah. know, I mean, we need the same awareness in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so when I grow my mushrooms, because I use hardwood, mm -hmm. I do my own cultures, mm -hmm. I do all these sorts. It's a recipe, man. It's like craft beer. It's like a craft mushroom. Yeah, and that's yeah. what makes me curious. Like, um, did you learn, like, as you were growing old, you saw your grandparents farming and you were around a lot of farmers. Did you, like, learn it? Did you get, like, a formal education about it? No. Or like, you just learned it along the way? I just saw, it's like, here's the reality, man. Yeah. You don't need university. Yeah. We have we have Google, YouTube, and AI now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So if you can't go figure something out yourself, you don't want to do it. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah. Camera production, engineering, talks, yeah. Yeah. all this stuff. If you really want to do it now, yeah. The guy that wrote the internet code, yeah. He pulled out his phone, or not his phone at that point, but they like they offered him like how many Ivy League scholarships, and he's like, no. Yeah. I just made the internet, dude. We can get everything now. Yeah. Right? So I get it. You want to hang your shingle and you want to be a doctor. Yeah, go get your doctorate. Yeah. But when it comes to something like growing mushrooms or or how do you uh, worm farm? Yeah. Permaculture. Mm -hmm. um, even even if I wanted to go into uh, I'm locking That's out me. there. That's better. Well, there we go. But um, when I think about it, yeah. I just started watching YouTube. Yeah. I went and stayed at a farm and that was it. Mm. And I'm still not a microbiologist and I'm still not a, a mycologist, mm. but I've got the basics down enough, right? Do you consult any of the microbiologists or mycologists? Like just, just no, in the just beginning, the books, I mentioned, right? Just books. Just the books, right? Yeah. yeah. Books, videos. Um, I'm actually trying to get a, a mycologist right now to come on the team mm -hmm. uh, because I want that person that likes to stare down a magnifying glass, mm -hmm. you know, and study the cultures. Yeah, yeah. It's really just looking for bacteria. Yeah. Everything about mushroom farming is about bacteria. Mm. And so you build the lab, you look at the cultures. And so I learned how to do it. And then the best way I did is I just rented a cheap space and uh, started breaking things, <laughs> wrecking shit, right? Yeah. But, yeah. um, you know, that was, for me, farming was just a, a, a new outlet. I thought, like, why not try and make a living as a farmer? Yeah. Uh, and then why yeah. mushrooms? Because like, I... they're so amazing. <laughs> I found them. No, dude, I was going to do microgreens. Yeah. And in the city. Yeah, microgreens are a thing, too, these days. They're, yeah. Well, anything urban farming. Yeah. Like, you can have a chili pepper. I know a guy that sells chili pepper seeds online. Okay. And he makes the craziest chili peppers. Okay. And he makes seeds, and he sells the seeds, and yeah. it's a little side hustle. Yeah. Chili peppers in an apartment, right? Yeah. I mean, I came out of the 90s where everyone grew weed, right? We grew tons of weed indoors, East Van, all the time, right? <laughs> and, 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 you know, some guys figured that they're, 
you know, there's the difference between the successful farmer mm. is the one that would like set up a weed farm in his basement and then go to the bar and get drunk and tell all the chicks how rich he's going to be. <laughs> and then the guy that actually had no friends and stayed there and grew his plants. Uh, right. So it's like, yeah. you know, just putting a plant and a seed in a, a piece of dirt. It's not going to make you rich. Mm. It's it's nonstop work. Not so work. Growing, growing is actually like having a thousand children that you have to make sure you feed all the yeah. time. Yeah. So. I knew this was going to be a huge endeavor. Mm -hmm. I knew this was going to challenge me more than I've ever been challenged. Yeah. I knew that I'm like crazy for what I'm doing in some ways. Yeah. I could go back to my government job and mm -hmm. take my four sick days a month and chill and get my paid holidays and yeah. do my outreach from a computer and, and just coast. Yeah. What, but there's no fun in that. What, what kind of government job were you in? I was a mental health addictions therapist. Oh, okay. For 18 years with Fraser Health. Mm-hmm. And um, helped a lot of people. All the other major mushroom farmers that I know are Vietnamese. Okay. And they're great. Like, they've taught me out. They've taught me. Then there's um, the big globalization farms. Mm. And they do the, like, GMO. The yeah. They call it the McMushroom. Like, okay. so at our grocery store, it's a McMushroom, man. <laughs> it's like GMOs, growth hormones. Yeah. It's, there's no flavor. Like, I had a chef the other day tell me, Brian, your mushrooms are like a fresh sockeye salmon thrown in the boat. Versus like, um, you know, a, a piece of factory, you know, like a, a farmed fish that's been in the freezer at Costco for a month. Mm. So it's a total, like, even if you look at the farmed salmon versus the wild salmon, mm -hmm. or you look at a wild mushroom mm -hmm. versus a generic mushroom, mm -hmm. I'm hacking nature. I love it because it's such a challenge. I can go get a culture from my grandma's property yeah. off a tree, cut it in a bit, put it in a Petri dish, grow it out, yeah. and then farm it. Mm. And it has to grow on hardwood yeah. and real wood. Most of the strains that I've got are commercialized. So it's a commercial strain. Mm. It's, it, it's been genetically modified to grow faster, easier, and stronger. Okay. And why is it gourmet? Like Because it's, uh, no one's going to do the extra step. And what is that? Make your own grain, get a wild culture, Okay. put that wild culture together, and then make sawdust with hardwood. And gourmet is like another like what, a word for what? What? They, what is gourmet? What's gourmet, man? Well, gourmet is like anything fancy. Like what's the gourmet food. Indian food? Gourmet Indian food, I don't know. Like, How, honestly, like, what, no, seriously, do you have a word for gourmet in... in I don't know. Like, I'll be honest with you. No. Yeah, like, I have, right. just, I have just grown up eating food that's like cooked at home. So it's like a French word. Yeah. For elevated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like a fancy word. Gourmet means yeah. like fancy word for food, like connoisseur of good food, like yeah. quality food. Yeah, I like gourmet food. I like yeah. fresh free range. Yeah. Uh, I like I like uh, unpasteurized dairy. Mm. That's a thing. But you can't get it in the store. For you know? me, from, from my understanding, yeah. I would actually like to call it organic instead of yeah but like see that, i can yeah. go i can go get my organic license yeah like go pay the money and do the shit yeah but i'm still gonna get a gmo product mm. so like you could say the word organic so you mean to say like with a gmo product you can still sell it as an organic one and it seems to be kind of the mushroomy thing the shroomy thing is kind of like that it's okay the organic for me is the word I, I, how am i not using organic material I just need organic oats and then I can get my rubber stamp. But for me, the real organic is a non-GMO wild culture. Mm. And what I'm literally doing is just keeping the flavor and the integrity of the product. Mm. So I want people to really enjoy a real mushroom. So you so mean when, to say like people are selling products that have like uh, the GMO product yeah. in the name of 
like organic food? It's it would have to be an investigation. Don't quote me on it. But if when you look at the when you look at the um, the organically stamped mm. products mm-hmm. in the store, mm. a lot of them are from GMO cultures. So like a GMO food source has been genetically modified. It's like weed. Weed's completely GMO'd. Okay. Right. So okay. you got hybrid strains. You mix one strain with that strain. You mix this strain with that strain. Uh, because of GMO food, there's probably like nine. That's probably why we have eight billion people on the planet. Because you have corn that grows in crops in shitty conditions. You've got, like, it goes down and goes and down. Why? What happens is you take out the flavor. So when you get a California strawberry. Okay. Right? And it's just full of water and fiber, but no real strawberry flavor. Like, really little flavor. But then you get this little tiny one that you have from, like, living soil. Mm -hmm. See, like, the best thing I love about it is that living soil has more organisms or just about as many as the stars in the sky. Yeah. Right. So when you have a tablespoon of living soil, mm-hmm. you're going to get real food, real nutrition in that strawberry. In my mushrooms, there's deeper nutrition, deeper food, like deeper. Right. It's a lot more nutritional value because it's the original you know, integrity of the mushroom. When you have like a McDonald's French fry okay. versus like an organic potato yeah, or a, a potato you grew in your own garden. Okay. The one that you grew in your garden with healthy soils got way more nutrition than a than a, a, a Cavendish potato with used with nitrogen, phosphorus, and like potassium, like fake chemicals. Okay. Right. So there's a huge thing in our food source that people, it's all over that. Like you can go on Netflix right now and find about a hundred different documentaries about this. Okay. Like there's so much information. Like when I'm bored, I study the James Webb Space Telescope. Okay. That's kind of my prequel when I'm dating out there. I'm on the dating website these days. And holy shit, that's a whole different story. But like, on a first date, I usually ask, do you know what James Webb Space Telescope is? What is that? Exactly. (laughs) It's actually one of the biggest things that mankind's achieved, you know, in about the universe. Hmm. It's the biggest world. It's like a huge space telescope that's floating and orbiting at the sweet spot outside of our solar, in our solar system. Okay. It's sending us pictures of the big creation and time and exoplanets like this was like probably the biggest engineering marvel historically that we have done as a species mm. the james webb space telescope mm. but most people don't know what it is yeah there's too much information these days yes it's like a million podcasts <laughs> <laughs> like That's i've been on four true. And I, you know it's true right true i agree i agree, I agree. Mm-hmm. all right so um since we're talking about your mushrooms yeah. um, and they're gourmet, so what are we cooking out of these mushrooms? Tell me about some dishes. Okay, well, so yesterday, for, here's an example. You, so how would you farm. convince somebody like me who does not like mushrooms? I would tell you to make pakoras. Out of mushrooms? Yep. So this is the thing, like with, with the Southeast Asian community, when I took my mushrooms to Tasty's Bistro, okay. they first said no because the price is higher, right? Okay. But they make a portobello chopped up mushroom deep fried. So it's just deep fried, right? Okay. And it's water. Okay. And I said to him, I said, these are elevated. He's like, no, no, money's no problem. Money's no problem. Okay. I'm like, great. But when I tasted how they're cooks, cooked the mushroom. You didn't like them? No, man. You know what I do with my mushrooms? Yeah. I would take a huge fan leaf, yeah. right? I'd take one of the biggest oyster fans, okay. right? Okay. And I would I would treat it like a piece of tandoori chicken. Okay. And I would take a clay oven and slap it on side and, and tandoori it for you. Okay. And then you would taste that and it would just melt in your mouth. Be flavor, texture. It's like it's like forced meat. Like okay. if you're not veg- if you're vegetarian, are you vegetarian? I am turning a vegetarian, but you're turning like, vegetarian. Okay. I'm turning a vegetarian. And yeah, talking about vegetarianism, aren't mushrooms non-vegetarian? Are they? 
Completely vegetarian. Completely vegetarian? 100% vegan. Okay. Yeah, and my mushrooms are completely vegan because I don't use animal feces to cook, grow them. Mm. So most of the mushrooms they use, it's it's a byproduct symbiosis, right? Mm -hmm. So there's there's animal farms, they produce a ton of manure. Mm. Well, what are we going to do with this manure? Well, the French invented this great mushroom that eats manure, Mm. right? So it's a good way to win-win, right? Mm. You get more food out of the rest of the nutrients of the manure, right? The potassium, the the fiber, blah, blah, blah. So you do these. So the agaricus is like the mother of all mushrooms. That's the one like you go to the store and there's like eight different packages that are like sliced, smaller, bigger, bigger, wider, boom, or slice. And it's all the same mushroom. Mm. They've just packaged it eight ways. In my understanding, and I know a lot of people, like I've heard it while I was growing up, if you don't cook your mushrooms nicely, if they're not cooked nicely, they can give you stomach aches. And that is something that I know I've, it has happened to me. You so can, Yeah, there's people with sensitivity to mushroom. Yeah. Um, if you eat them raw, you can have definitely a sensitivity to it. Yeah. There's uh, different types of enzymes on the mushroom because that, that uh, yeah, you have to cook I, off. Yeah. Yes, yeah, because I'm trying to get back to your uh, way of like, like presenting mushrooms to the South Asian community, mm-hmm. it would be like you would just stick it in a, a, a tan, tandoor. I'd have to cook it for you. Yeah, you'll have to cook you. it. Well, like the trick is, is I would caramelize it and reduce it down to crispy. Okay. And then stick that in a curry. What the cooks at the one bistro were doing is they were just cutting it and throwing it into the stew. Okay. So you get a rubbery texture, not a really good texture, mm. right? You have to prep it. Okay. So when you... You know what I mean? So it's like seasoning your meat. You have to season them. You have to treat them like chicken. Mm. I would cook them like chicken. If you go to a forage restaurant on Robson Street right now, um, the chefs there take a chunk of my lion's mane, they braise it and fry it, Mm -hmm. they put a puree, they layer that, then they put some chestnut mushrooms over it, then they put an onion ring on top of that, and then another drizzle, like a mushroom jus, and it melts in your mouth. You're like, this is the best food I've ever had. Okay. Like, if you're thinking about, like, you know, I don't know where everyone's at. Like, I, you know, farming for me is truly the best way I can give back to my community. Mm-hmm. As an addictions therapist and mm-hmm. working with people and helping them change and get mm-hmm. going and blah, blah, blah. That was great. Mm-hmm. But it took a lot of toll on me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, had to, I had serious PTSD, all the overdosing, all the stuff mm-hmm. that was going on. Mm-hmm. For me, farming is the best medium because I can hire people. Um, we've had kids working there. I've had schools come by for tours. I've had kids come by. And I want to restore that community sense. Hmm. And I, I've had people on disability. I just give them food. Hmm. Like, I like giving away food. If I can feed as many people as I that's, can, that's, that's all I want to do. That's very good to know because yeah. coming from India, I feel just like we have this huge setup, like especially the Sikh temples mm. where you get food, right? Yeah. Like everybody gets food Community there. food. Nobody's, nobody's sleeping there hungry. Yeah. And when I moved to Canada, that was like a little bit of a shock to me to see that we have a lot of people on the streets, but mm. nobody's giving them food. So mm-hmm. you saying this, um, it, it does make me feel better and it does make me feel hopeful that it will uh, Yeah, well, here's, get here's the thing. Here's yeah. the thing with, with our culture, okay? I worked at Harbor Light Treatment Center. Mm-hmm. They feed more people every day downtown Vancouver than any soup kitchen in North America Mm. in Vancouver. They feed 700 people every sitting. Just got to go stand in line and get food, Mm. right? um, There's a whole bunch of other drop-in shelters that feed people. Mm -hmm. And then people have to want to go access that, Mm. right? When you're addiction and you're drunk or you're you're on like drugs, Mm. not a lot of people are hungry, Mm. right? Mm. So when you're hungry, Vancouver, Canada, all around, there's food everywhere. 
you got to know how to find that, right? And that's the thing what is, I'm is, telling you. Yeah. For, for us in India, we don't we don't have to find it. No, you we have, just no, know but where it is. No, if I went is. to India, yeah. How the hell would I know where to get free food? Because you know, in India, I just be like, oh, there you it have is. Indians in Canada. <laughs> yeah, you know how yeah. you went to Sikh temple. Yeah, you yeah. know it from here. So Indians yeah. are everywhere. They're spread across. But the I know globe, that from right? an India. I know yeah, that from an Indian. Yeah, exactly. An Indian showed me the Sikh temple. Exactly. Just my like point. I can show you the harbor light. Exactly my point. Because yeah, so you, you know. Yes, you, yeah, because yeah, you yeah. met Indians in a foreign country. Yeah. And that's how you know the concept of Sikh temples providing foods to the hungry people. So yeah, when yeah, you go yeah. to India, yeah. you'll know where to find food. That's right. Free but food. If, but if I didn't. Yeah. Just no, like but you, you would know. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. would know because yeah. we are just widespread across the globe so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows that. That's right. what I'm telling you. Every country, every corner across the globe you go, you'll find food. You'll find a Sikh temple. <laughs> there you go. Perfect, right? Yeah. Half my clients didn't know that. Mm. Canadians don't know that. They don't. Like yeah. I had to tell my Caucasian or whatever Canadians, yeah. go to the Sikh temple. Huh. Right? So they didn't know. So okay. I brought lots to the Sikh temple. Okay. So it's a different world for you. Mm. And it's a different world for me. Mm. And so when we talk like this, it's a better conversation. Mm. A lot of Sikhs are really, they don't know. I'm a, when I say I'm a farmer, mm. they're like, oh, mm. you're a farmer? You know, <laughs> really? I'm like, yeah. You know, because in Vancouver, we have the highest uh, Southeast Asian population outside of India. Yeah. Like huge. We have yeah. a Vasaki. So one of my buddies, uh, Jazz, we're going to go to, we're going to do next Vasaki and we're going to serve mushroom pakoras. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, I mean, it's the same thing as like, you know, there's racism and ignorance in every culture. Well, Completely. Yeah. Yeah. Like my side, your side, their side, any side. Mm. Right. There's so so the more we have dialogue, the more we talk about this stuff, yeah, of course. the better. What I really want to do, and this is great for podcasting, is I'm gonna make enough money with my mushroom farm to start changing BC legislation and policy on drugs and alcohol mm. and the correctional facility system. Mm. Like if you want to be the change in the world, you gotta make it. Yeah. Be the change. Be right? the change you want. Be the change. But I can't do that in a capitalist system mm. where everyone sort of gets bought out to do this shit unless I have the money. I have the capital, mm. right? Then I can get the lobbyists. Then I can change things. Because mm. I sat in many workshops and many uh, mayoral things. Like when the, the fentanyl crisis came out, they're like, we sat there for a, a month. Mm. Okay, We sat there at the, at the mayor's office and we talked about what to do with fentanyl. What are we going to do? Mm. Right? And at the end of it, the real estate developer got the money. And he <laughs> built, it, the, the fucking joke was a, a million dollar toilet. <laughs> they got a million dollar toilet built on the Wally Strip. Mm. So it's not who you, it's it's how you pay. It's who gets the money, right? Mm. That's that's the system. Mm. So growing food and giving away food is yeah. not exactly ideal, is it, for a profit scale business? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean well, it's a good thing. Yeah. But when my goal is to feed more people and as much as I can for free, mm. as well as make a living because I'm making a really elevated product that I don't know. Not a lot of people want to invest in that. Mm. Why do you think people don't like mushrooms? Like, mm -hmm. I'm one of them. Like, I don't like well, mushrooms. I, I'll ask you. Yeah, I don't know. I love them. Why, I, I could tell you why I love the shit out of them, but you tell me why you don't like them. Uh, well, for starters, they don't taste good. And second, they make my stomach, like, like it, it hurt. Like, it makes my belly hurt. So, yeah. yeah, two things. That's why I don't like them. Especially, like, if I see mushrooms on my pizza, I freaking hate it. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think? Like, why do people not like mushrooms? Because of that. <laughs> it's an individual experience, isn't it? It's like why some people don't like cider versus beer. Mm. Or like, why don't, why don't I, you know, you know, what bugs me is 
I could never eat sea urchin. Mm. But there's a million Japanese people that'd be like, why? Mm. <laughs> and I'd be like, well, why? Why、yeah. don't I like sea urchin? Yeah. Have、right? you ever heard of this?、Um, I'm I'm not exactly sure what's it. What is it named? There's like a sea like sea creature that's like、um, consumed as seafood. Um, if you do not cook that fish correctly and you consume it, you, it can be fatal. The pufferfish. Yes. Yeah. The pufferfish. There you go. A delicacy. Yes. Yeah, and if you don't, it, it takes years or something for these Japanese chefs to learn to prepare it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.、Uh, is there something like that in mushrooms too? I wouldn't eat poisonous mushrooms. There's like seventy percent of the world's mushrooms are poisonous and psychedelic,、mm. right? So we we stick to what we can farm and what we find, and、mm. we don't. You know, I've had people actually ask me at my my farm stand, "Is that poisonous?"、Ah. And I usually have a dollar jar that says, "We'll put two dollars in, and I'll answer your question." <laughs> right? Those are my favorite ones. Right? Right. Or, or another one is like, "Is it psychedelic? Is it?、Uh, does it get you high?" Yeah. I'm like, if you understand creation, Mother Nature is the ultimate architect.、Mm. Mother Nature is the best artist on the planet.、Mm. I don't care how many Rembrandts or Michelangelos you have on this planet, or whatever your favorite artists are. <laughs> Mother Nature trumps them all.、Mm. The creation, right? That's why I love things like the James Webb Space Telescope. It takes、okay. pictures of us.、Mm. It shows us like the beginning of time.、Mm. It's baffling scientists. It's showing these guys that have been like so learned in their、mm. in their little way that like it's you were wrong,、mm. and Einstein was right. So、mm. some of the greatest thinkers that just it came to them the ideal of it. It's proving black hole theories, all sorts of cool shit.、Mm. So mushrooms. Maybe you haven't tried the right one, or you've just never had them cooked properly, or you just never will like a mushroom. Well, I, the, There's no forcing it. Like, yeah, I mean, no, no, I'm no, not going to find it. I've no, had sea urchin one way that I liked. Yeah. And that's because some French guy. Yeah. Put it in like a, a shaker and made like a you know a creme with it, and it was on top of something, so it wasn't like just pungent umami, right?、Mm. Like you know, like eating raw fish. Do you like raw fish? No. Right. Why? Well, because I was brought up the way. I was like we always cook food. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, even like that、uh, Indian guy, the the guru guy that says you, there's a perfect time like yoga eating. You know, he talks about yoga eating where you either, you have to prepare the food and it has to be get within a certain time. What's that guy's name? He's like he's like Sadguru. Yeah, that dude. Okay. Yeah, and and he's got his whole way and like the yoga diet and all that sort of stuff. It's really cool stuff. Yoga diet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's some amazing things. Like, do you know anything about it? Let's talk、uh, about that. Like, I'm, not, I'm not an expert on that one, but it would be it's it's cook your food, prepare your food, but you must eat it within an hour. Ah. Yeah, and there's certain types of food and certain times, and don't eat in the morning.、Mm. Breakfast is a scam. Breakfast is a lie. That's a total North American fabricated way to sell bacon. They got like the ultimate, the ultimate propaganda guy that got everyone smoking.、Mm. He got them to eat bacon after. Like the food chain is crazy. I mean, if you look at the middle of the grocery store, salt, fat, sugar, salt, fat, sugar,、mm. right? And、uh, yeah, so I, I mean, gourmet mushrooms are not everyone's cup of tea.、Mm. But I find my mycophiles like so. Someone that's into mushrooms is a mycophile. If you're, if we're talking about saving our planet,、yeah. mushrooms are the best way to eat. Actually, everyone should. If we really wanted to save the planet, seriously, we'd、yeah. all just eat vegan. <laughs> we'd all just eat mushrooms and microgreens,、mm. and whatever we could grow on our property.、Mm. We don't need it. Like, I mean, when you watch some of these documentaries about how much food the actual food and water the cattle, the pig, and the chicken industry consumes, yeah, yeah. it's astronomical, man. How much is it?、Uh, watch the documentary Food. You'll find out. It's like <laughs> something half, at least. Like, I think it's what did they say? I, I mean, 
I've just watched so many documentaries and so many clips and so many items that it's something like 50% of all pharmaceuticals go to the meat industry mm. for antibiotics because mm. they got to keep these caged animals in healthy because mm. they get diseased and sick and they're, it's disgusting. I'm one Canadian kid that spent like half a million dollars now on a crazy farm, mm. you know, and I had a partners coming in and, and they just believe in it because it's a unique item, mm. right? And you get real flavor and real taste. Yeah. But, you know, your podcast, I was asked, what are you, like therapist to farmer? I'm still that therapist. Mm. I'm still practicing. Mm. Right? Yeah. Like, I still get orphans coming. I still have kids coming through. I, my, my dream, if I failed my farm today, I didn't fail at all. You know why? Because I had a whole school of alternative kids come through. Mm. And I got to sit there and talk to them mm. about never give up on your dreams. Don't let trauma hold you down. Your nervous system's going to jack you up if you're traumatized, right? So what started your podcast? Why are you doing this? I started it because I just felt like I was not going anywhere in my life. Okay. So yeah, it just it's This just, is great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what it was. Like I it was just like a faucet that opened in my head, yeah. I would say. And then ideas started pouring in. Yeah. There you go. That's what so happened. you just made it. Did you take his class? Absolutely not. Right? <laughs> you just but did I it. will also tell you, I've been preparing for it from the last 10, 15, 15 years, I would say. Oh in my, my head. Okay. In my oh, head. Right. Okay. Yeah. In yeah, my head. Yeah, like I would yeah. always think that there is going to be something that yeah. I'm just going to be seated in a chair and like talk about things. Well, there it is. You're there doing it, is. it. And I didn't know it was, it would be a podcast. It's like, well, you know what they say? It's like for your first album as an artist, like, yeah. you know, the hit record, right? Yeah. It took your lifetime to write that album. Yeah. Right? It took me a lifetime to start a mushroom farm. Mm -hmm. 50 years. I'm 50 now. So 48, I started this. Mm -hmm. Learning and, and doing it. And when I, in the back of my mind, I've always had the idea of the farming. Mm -hmm. I love because it. Because you, you were just talking about uh, animal cruelty. So are you a vegetarian? Do nope. you still eat meat? Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, I've, I've definitely grew up on a... A uh, meat-heavy diet. Okay. Come from a lot of farmers, uh, not farmers, hunters on my family, mm -hmm. and uh, it was always what's for dinner. And then um, I've been back and forth. Mm -hmm. I know when I do plant-based and and vegan diet, mm -hmm. I feel really good, mm -hmm. right? And then when I'm feeding my kids and they don't want to, I just I just I waffle, right? I'm a waffler. Um, it's really hard sometimes when I go into an executive kitchen mm. and the guy goes, here, try this. And I'm like, okay, you know, and let's eat it, right? Like uh, like this chef made a duck, uh, duck uh, salad the other day. Okay. And I'm like, the smell and the taste. And I'm like, oh, man. And eggs are hard to give up eggs, right? Mm. But, you know, the science is out and there's some other things out with that. That it's, I know for me as I get older, I'm going to definitely put less into my system. Mm. As my system gets older, I got to put less invasive species into it, right? I don't like factory farming. Mm. I don't think it's uh, like, I grew up slaughtering chickens mm. on my grandma's farm. Like we didn't do it all the time, my uncles did, but that chicken tasted really good, mm. right? And so that was kind of the thing, like farmer diet, North American, but like, as far as that, like I don't like bacon, I don't want to eat that, I don't want to eat pig, and I don't, the thing is, is that these are my personal things. Like nowadays I notice the loaded question is what's your diet? Mm. You know, it's a loaded question sometimes. Yeah. Going to a dinner party, man, and if you don't yeah. eat the meat, yeah. like I got a brother-in-law, God bless him, but 
You know, when I said I'm not eating the ham, he's like, what? Why? And it's like, fuck, I should have told you I was gay. You'd probably be like, oh, that's totally cool, man. You know, that's okay. Or I don't drink. If I say I don't drink, no worries, right? Yeah. We're more, we, we accept, a, like, it's more acceptable to not drink than it is to not eat meat these days at a kitchen table. True. Because yeah. I have people that say, oh, yeah, good idea. I've alcohol, been getting that alcohol, a lot, too. Right? Yeah, but if you say you're vegetarian, why? Yeah, yeah. How come? I'm getting that, too. I like meat. Yeah. I could never give up bacon. And I'm like, holy fuck, I didn't ask you. <laughs> right? it's, like, it's like you smoked for a long time. Like cigarettes, man, you say you don't smoke? Yeah. Of course you don't smoke. If you smoke, oh my goodness, right? Yeah. Whoa. I remember growing up when you could smoke, and I was 14, hmm. downtown in a coffee shop smoking cigarettes, and I could buy cigarettes and drink coffee all day. Hmm. I was on the plane smoking cigarettes. Hmm. At the mall smoking cigarettes. But farming, farming's freedom. Food is good. I mean... It's how you cook and prepare anything. Yeah. Like some people could be like, oh, I hate fish. But then if they eat the right fish prepared the right way mm. or like, oh, I don't like broccoli. But if you like slice it differently and presented it differently, then maybe they do. Mm. You never know. And your taste buds could change. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People like, change. Yeah. yeah I hated asparagus change. as a kid. Oh, my God. You could never get me to eat asparagus as a kid. Do or you Brussels eat it sprouts. now? I love it. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure. competing with guys that import like we have we have we don't have enough farms here to support, I guess, but mm. excuse me, they have all these container food. Mm. I call it dollar store food. Because <laughs> if you go to the dollar store, it's full of all that crap, right? Yeah, yeah, Canned yeah. preserves and pantry stuff. Yeah, yeah. But even mushrooms are coming in gas bags and you know, it's like dollar store food. Mm. You know, it's mass produced, it's totally mass produced, there's not a lot of flavor, it's like fast food, right? Mm. So we have fast food vegetables and fast yeah. food groceries. Yeah. And that's just the way it is, you know, it's just the way it is. But, like micro greens are good, but yeah. Yeah, but isn't like mass-produced food also, I don't know how to put it, but like, isn't it like comes down to business? Because let's say people are growing their business, mm -hmm. then eventually you have to get into mass-producing the yeah, product. Yeah, and can you mass-produce without losing quality? That's the question, mm. right? That's the real question. That's what I'm doing. Mm. I don't care. Yeah, My margins aren't as good. Yeah, Like I'm not making the big margins on yeah. it. Yeah, I don't really care. Hmm. If I make a living on a business that I started hmm. for after 20 years of working for the government, hmm. I'm, I'm the richest man on the planet. Hmm. Right? Okay. Yeah. Totally. Totally. All right. Before we wrap up, yeah. uh, what are your plans for the future, Brian? Uh, well, plans for the future is the Pacific Crest Trail. Okay. I'm going to walk from Vancouver to Mexico. It's going to take six months. Wow. So in about two more years, when my 18-year-old son is, when my 15-year-old son's finally like 18, 19, mm -hmm. and he's good, I'll like keys to the condo and and the business is running and I'm, I'm out. Okay. Backpacking a camera, man. All right. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Boogie van and a surfboard. And then I don't <laughs> want nothing to do with anything. I want to just meet people, have fun, take pictures. I really don't want it much at all. <laughs> I don't. I've had lots of stuff. I've had money. I've had houses, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. It doesn't mean shit. It's it's love, it's connection, it's who we are, it's how we grow as a species. Mm. That's my that's my main thing to do right now. That's why I'm even here today to say this because I can see this and hold myself accountable. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's that's amazing, Brian. Yeah. Uh, I I wish you all the best Thank for you. this amazing for initiative. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. All the best on getting it with uh Guatami. Got to me. Got to me. Got to me. Got yes. Thank got you. Me. Yes. Thank you <laughs> thank for joining you. us today. All right, thank you. All right. Thank you everyone for tuning in. 
hit the like and subscribe button and make sure you follow us on all other socials. Link is in the description. See you all in the next episode.